I'm Mike Breen, AMS Public Awareness Officer, and I'm speaking with Summer Gentry, who's from the Mathematics Department at the U.S. Naval Academy. Uh, and Summer has done a lot of work with kidney transplants, trying to make more of them possible. Could you tell us a little bit about what you've done, Summer? Sure. Well, this is a problem that my husband, who's a transplant surgeon, actually brought to me saying, I know this is an operations research. I know this is a graph theory problem. Can you help us find a way to get more people kidney transplants? The problem is basically that some people who want to give a kidney to a member of their family can't because they are the wrong blood type or they're otherwise incompatible. So we started arranging paired kidney donations in which a member of one family would give to some other unrelated family, and the other unrelated family had a donor who could give to the first family. So there was an exchange, or there was a a trading of kidneys, and it turns out to be an interesting graph theory problem to find a way to arrange the largest number of these the way that most people can get transplanted. So what you'd like to do is maximize the number of exchanges, you might say. And so if two people met in an office, then they might happen to find out that one was compatible with the other pair. But but otherwise, it would be kind of hard for them to find out. Absolutely. And it, in fact, the, the problem is on a larger scale. The more families who are in the situation that you get together, the better you'll be able to do in terms of getting as many transplants as possible. So it turns out that if you have a long list of families, each one having a donor and a recipient that that donor would like to give to but can't because they're incompatible, that list has connections in it that are best represented by a graph. The connections would be if the donor from one family could give to the recipient of another family, then you might draw an arrow pointing from the first family to the second family. And you might look for places where the arrows make a cycle where the arrows point around back to the first family so that you would say, oh, there's a possible kidney pair donation. And so you have a a directed graph because it it matters who's giving to whom in that case. You you mentioned that it's important to have a a lot of people involved, but as you get more people involved, it's harder to manipulate the data. It, It becomes a more challenging problem computationally to find the set of cycles, the non-overlapping set of cycles that incorporates the largest number of families. For a cycle, we're saying, let's imagine there's three families involved. One from A would give to family B, and then one from B would give to family C, and then one from family C would give to A. That's the idea, right? That's the idea. Now, there are logistical problems with very large cycles, so that if there are 10 different families involved, well, all of those transplants have to happen simultaneously, which would mean you would need 20 operating rooms and 30 surgeons, and it just becomes untenable. So there really in practice is a maximum number of people that can be involved in a cycle. If the maximum number of families that you want to join one kidney pair donation is two, then what you have is you can represent that as an undirected graph where instead of arrows, you just have a line drawn in between two families, family A and family B, if the donor from family A can give to the recipient of family B and the donor from family B can give to the recipient of family A. Then you have an undirected graph, a lot of nodes and a lot of edges connecting them, and you're looking for a set of the edges where there are no two edges touching the same node in the set that you select. That's saying no family can participate in more than one kidney pair donation because there's really only one donor and recipient there. And so the nodes are the families or, or the people involved and mm-hmm. the, the lines or edges would be compatibility? 
Yes, those are connections where a kidney pair donation would be possible. A graph is just the most natural way to represent those connections, and a maximum matching on a graph is the natural problem to solve. Now, you mentioned that your husband is a surgeon, a transplant surgeon, and so it was kind of lucky that uh, you're a mathematician and he's a surgeon and and your two skills were able to go together to help solve this problem. (laughs) We do feel very fortunate to get to work together. In fact, it's luckier than that because my husband, Dory, has a computer science background. He was able to read my simulation code, which I wrote in C++, that generated families of different blood types and donors and recipients and look for connections among them and help me help me find help me debug he and i have some overlapping interests now of course he came home and found me studying his immunology textbook now you mentioned the logistical problems another logistical problem it was really a legal problem for a while can you tell us a little bit about uh, that you know in terms of uh, people being able to give kidneys or receive kidneys from another family having to deal with a u.s congressman i think absolutely The National Organ Transplantation Act had language that forbid you from giving a kidney for valuable consideration. The question was, if you give a kidney of blood type A so that you can get a kidney of blood type B, is that an exchange of your organ for something valuable? So some hospitals refused to do kidney pair donations. Other hospitals went ahead saying, we don't believe this is illegal, but it turned out that the national organization, the United Network for Organ Sharing, could not create a national registry with the status of kidney pair donation being questionable. In the end, we were able to help lobby for a bill, the Norwood, uh, Charlie Norwood Act, that clarified that NOTA never intended to ban pair donation. It turned out that they said, we always would have wanted kidney pair donation to be legal, and this law clarifies that, yes, you are permitted to give your kidney so that your loved one can receive one, even if it's through this indirect kidney pair donation mechanism. And it was named after Charlie Norwood because he, he died waiting for a transplant? That's right. He was on the liver waiting list. So for the future, do you think now the the things that you've discovered are are going to help lots of people? I think so. In fact, one of the ways that we were able to convince Congress to act on this is through simulation that showed that probably a 1,000 or more extra living donor kidney transplants are possible every year in the United States. That would be an enormous increase in living donation. Before we had done this study, no one knew exactly how many people would benefit, and so it was hard to make the argument that we should be investing in the infrastructure to make it happen. After we ran these simulations and estimated that there were probably between two and 4,000 families every single year who went on the deceased donor waiting list even though they had a living donor available, but they were just incompatible. Then after that, then the conversation changed and it was, well, how can we make this happen? How can we enable all of these willing donors to donate to their loved ones? So a lot of times here at the AMS and mathematicians in general, I think, try to explain to people how math figures into their daily life. In your case, uh, math is, is saving lives. I think so. I enjoy the fact that this is a motivating example for my students. I tell my students about this, and 
before I think before they met me, they wouldn't have believed that math could save lives. And and now they do. <laughs> I, I think they do. I think they start to become excited about it. And I've had many students who come to me wanting to work on extra research projects or get involved with the programming, get involved with writing papers about this. So I really enjoy that because I think it is bringing a different kind of student, somebody who really wants to see a concrete result of what they're working on, into mathematics department. That's excellent. Uh, Summer, is there anything you'd like to add? Just thank you very much to the AMS for putting this on the moment, because I do think it's a great application for selling how math can change the world. That's Summer Gentry, who's in the mathematics department at the U.S. Naval Academy. Summer, thanks very much. Thank you.